0: Hey, everybody. Happy New Year. It's January 11th, 2016. 2016. Can you believe it? And this is the Mixed Experience. It's a weekly podcast by a mixed chick sharing her mixed up thoughts about a mixed up world. And I'm your host and resident mixed chick, Heidi DeRoe. Hi. Hey, guys. So, um, yeah, I took a little break and it was great to get away And to rest up and to get organized or at least I thought I had uh, still working on that part of it and and just try to get a little bit of perspective on 2015 what I accomplished uh, what I set out to accomplish what I didn't accomplish what I'd like to accomplish still in 2016 I don't know if you guys are doing New Year's resolutions or not out there Uh, they're definitely a part of my world and um, and I guess I haven't really articulated them very well to myself yet, so I've dedicated some time next week, next weekend, to actually sit down with myself and make some priorities. So today's show is a little bit different than the normal show, and I have some great guest on. I don't have a great guest on today. It's just me. But it's also um, to tell you that the podcast might be a little bit different like this going forward there's just a lot of things going on in my life um, and a lot of, well, a lot of things I'm thinking about that I don't have answers to yet. And it feels like this is one of the places I can share those things. And so rather than trying to become more polished or more NPR-like or whatever it is, or more serial-like, this podcast is really about, well, being mixed in all things, (laughs) being mixed in feelings and thoughts and processes and identity, and basically being mixed in the struggle. So there will be a number of episodes where I probably won't talk about much, but what's on my mind. And today is one of those shows. But before I lose you completely, I wanted to make sure you knew that next week's guest is a superstar. This is the breakout debut novel of the ages right now. Sunil Yapa, um, everybody's talking about his book. It's coming out next week. I have him on the show. He's a fellow mixie. He's written a book about a mixie. It's a beautifully written book, an important book a timely book. I think you're really going to enjoy him. And he's also a very nice fellow. I believe he's still single also, by the way, people. So you might want to tune in just to uh, get the scoop on that as well. So next week at 5 o'clock Eastern, I will be interviewing Simele Yapa, who's uh, new debut novel is coming out. I would say the name of it, but it has a very long title, and I don't want to get it wrong. So Sunil Yapa, S-U-N-I-L Yapa. look it up. Uh, it actually goes on sale next week, I believe. So there's that. So today I called the podcast Traveling While Mixed, which I do every time I travel, and uh, also did most recently over the holidays because I did take a little break. And I was hoping to get some other people to come on the show with me to talk about their experiences. But, hey, I I don't need them. I just have questions for you guys. I want to talk about what happened to me. And then I want to hear from you and what happens to you. So um, we went to a very remote tropical island. And it's one of those places where I always think I'm going to find people who look just like me right? Like like brown with light eyes and fuzzy curly hair. I guess that's what I look like. And I'm always expecting in those kind of remote, faraway places, especially island places, to find a lot of people who look like me. So um, I guess I want to be recognized by them. That's what I'm saying. I want to be part of whatever tribe they're in so that I have a people to look at and say, hey, those are my people. Well, the first, really the only people we know are the people at the hotel resort, and the first person who greets us uh, is just a lovely young man who has light eyes, not curly hair, straight hair, is vaguely brown of some sort, and he has an ambiguous accent. So he's either from that island or not, or, well, I, of course, drill him, and I try to figure out where he's from in that very awful way that we all have to deal with it too. And finally, he explains, well, his, he grew up in New Zealand. He was born there on the island, but he grew up in New Zealand. And his father, I believe, was British. And his mother was N- New Zealander, and May, she was Maori or half Maori. And Anyway, so, but I think it was really awkward for him. <laughs> I kept meeting people who had this kind of ambiguous look to them. You know what I mean? I'm, I think I'm allowed to say that, right? They kind of looked like my people if I had a people that looked like something. And I kept asking people, and they all had different answers. You know, one guy was from Mexico but grew up in Riverside, and. Um, but he also had spent time in Korea. I don't know. It was just so weird. And I, again, when I travel, every time I think I'm going to find my people, I don't. And yet it it tells me over and over again that it is true that we really are um, needing to have this conversation because people are mixed in so many different ways and we just don't talk about it like that. So... Yeah, I don't know. Um, You know, this has happened to me all over. I really thought that in Brazil, those were going to be my people. They didn't care about me. I was just a big American to them, right? And I get it. Like, I I am just a big American to them because I was just a big American at the hotels. So, yeah. But do you ever have this experience? I'd love to hear from you. Uh, You can tweet me at Heidi Durow, H-E-I-D-I-D-U-R-R-O-W or email me Heidi at com, and and let me know what's your experience when you traveled? Are you looking for a mirror? Are you looking for a tribe? Are you looking for a people that look like you? Have you ever found it? <laughs> like that would be really cool. You found it and then you could tell us where to go. Um, Yeah, this question is constantly on my mind. And then, you know, there are also places where I worry that people won't know what I look like. I worry that my ambiguous looks will put me in jeopardy of whatever stereotypes they have about that. Like the time I lived in Spain during college and because in northern Spain at that time, Their association of African-American was Michael Jordan. They didn't have an idea that African-American people could look like me. They decided I was Roma or Gypsy, and they had a very strong prejudice um, and even contempt in many instances for uh, Roma and Gypsy people, and so that made my time there very, very difficult. Uh, One day I think I'll go back and make peace with all of that, I hope, but Yeah, I would just love to know what your experience is in the mixed experience when you're traveling. So there's that. And then before we close out, and I know it's a super short show, I just wanted to share with you all a blog post that I did recently. So maybe some of you know that I started blogging almost 10 years ago on a blog called Light Skinned Girl. And it was my personal quest, I guess, to find the community that publishers were telling me didn't exist around the mixed experience. And out of that became the first podcast that I did and the first festival and on and on and on. Well, I'm back to blogging like I used to, kind of daily blogging. And kind of like this podcast now, I've decided that It's going to be very much first drafts, first thoughts, like no answers, guys. I guess that's what I'm saying. There are only no answers on this podcast whatsoever, but lots of questions. And I think I recognize better now, age 46, that that is how I am best directed for myself, if I can figure out what the best questions are. So I want to read to you, I hope you don't mind, This piece that I wrote yesterday, but the issues have been on my mind for a while. And if I stumble, it's because it really is a first draft, and I've never read it out loud. I don't even think I read it back to myself. So I may be correcting it as I speak. (laughs) So anyway, here it goes. I, I call the post, is this a multiracial moment or a multiracial movement? I've become what I jokingly call a professional mulatto. That means when the census numbers come out every 10 years and show that there are more and more multiracial people, and the multiracial population is growing rapidly, (Parentheses: This is quote-unquote news every 10 years, by the way. <laughs> or there's a story like the Rachel Dolezal case that breaks. Media folks often call me for comment. My phone isn't exactly ringing off the hook, but because biracial people by people passing as biracial people are making the news. I do hear from producers and reporters often. It makes me think, are we in the midst of a multiracial or biracial moment? Or is this truly a multiracial or biracial movement? My thoughts on this are still evolving. But right now I'm thinking, there is no multiracial or biracial movement. And it won't be for some time. Let me tell you why. Number one, yes. Our numbers are increasing. The Pew Research Center report on multiracial Americans released in June provided a portrait of an increasing multiracial American demographic. But it's a portrait of a demographic, not a community. All right, guys, test me on all this. I want to know your thoughts. Number two, we are an ahistorical bunch. As soon as a young person has had difficulty dealing with their mixed-race experience, he or she starts a Facebook group or Tumblr or Twitter account to express discomfort or pride or confusion. And the same is true of the parents of multiracial kids who are suddenly experiencing difficulties with the way that society deals with their multiracial families. But I wonder if they have even bothered to see what the resources are that are existing before they begin their own personal enterprises. Essentially, We, as multiracial people and families, have believed that we are alone in our experience, and we have believed it so long that we don't even look to see what other people are already doing or have done. Number three, we've become enamored with a dominant narrative of mixedness being beautiful or the way of the future, and we seem to love photos of ourselves and our families, but where are our stories? we need to start sharing stories. Number four, we look to census activism and parenting groups to lead us as a community rather than looking to our artists. I think it is only through the poetics of social justice that we'll be able to move the needle on this conversation about mixed race experience and identity. Number five, we haven't taken our conversation to the mainstream. Our discussions are too insular. We have to explain as well as recognize that our stories are also part of the stories of white, black, Asian, and Latino populations. We are part of them. And just as importantly, they are part of us. So those are the things that are on my mind. Uh, I'd love to hear from you. I think it's a little bit controversial to write that. I think there are people who, if they were paying attention, would disagree with what I'm saying because they feel like they're quote-unquote doing something um, so I want to I want to hear the pushback guys I really want to hear the pushback from you huh. anyway I'm so glad to be back with you uh, I'll be back every Monday as I said again uh, five o'clock Eastern on Mondays next week a fabulous amazing guest debut novelist Sunil Yapa and all-around good guy and Nixie. And uh, I'm super excited to be able to celebrate his book and share it with you. So tune in next week. Be sure to head on over to iTunes and leave a review if you watch the show. That would be great. Watch. Listen to the show. And if you have any comments, please, please tweet me at Heidi Durow or email me, Heidi at HeidiWDurow.com. I'll be sure to get back to you. All right, guys. Um, Thanks for being patient with me, and we're, we're moving forward here. All good things to you in 2016. Thanks for joining me. Bye-bye. With the Lucky Landslots, slots you can get lucky just about anywhere.